Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. What is up, Auburn? Welcome into Sports Call on a Wednesday afternoon. I am Brooks Childress, what we call a bullpen day here on the program. J.J. Jackson is in Atlanta, Georgia right now, getting ready to call Auburn softball versus Georgia State this afternoon. Approximate start time about 5 o'clock over on our sister station, 99.9 Kate FM. But I am joined in studio by Tom Peavy. Brent Daughtry, and a very special guest, Tim Gillespie from Hometown Lenders, has stopped by. He's going to be talking with us here in just a moment. So we have got a great show for you coming up today, a shortened show here. Like I said, softball is over on Cade at 5 o'clock. We will be off the air at 5 o'clock because coming up this evening on our airwaves, about 5.45 is the airtime. Auburn baseball back in action after a big win over Alabama State last night. They're back in action again today, hosting the UAB Blazers. They're in the middle of six games in six days for the Auburn Tigers. They've got two midweek games, like I said, the the Alabama State game last night, UAB game tonight, and then you head into a weekend where you've got four games against Rhode Island coming up uh, on the docket for the Auburn baseball team. Auburn basketball also plays tonight over on our sister station, FM Talk 93.9. Auburn women's basketball is currently playing over there with uh, Britt Bowen, Dr. Larry DeShera, and Ryan Lavoy holding down the fort over there against Alabama in the SEC tournament. We'll get you updates as that game continues to progress. They are in the second half in Nashville. So we'll talk about that as we go through. But we've got a great show for you here today. We'll be on the air until 5 o'clock. Coming up here in a little bit, we'll have our birthdays and sports. At 3.30, we're going to talk to Nathan King from 247 Sports, and then we'll get you out of here at the end of the show with a nightly TV guide as we do every single night. Like I said, Brooks, Tom, and Brant in the studio, joined by Tim Gillespie from Hometown Lenders. Tim, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's, uh, I'm, I'm glad to be here and get out in a little bit, hear a little sports. Uh, fantastic to kind of maybe be out of the office for a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. And you uh, mentioned off the air that you may be going to that baseball game tonight. I, I am. I, my wife and I have never been to Plainsman Park, so we're going to take a couple of tickets. We're going to go out and watch those guys play baseball. We've got, you know, when I retired from uh, Dothan, we have a uh, former Dothan Tiger, or, well, actually it would be a Dothan Wolf, excuse me, uh, on the baseball team, uh, Kenny Alsop. I don't know what his rotation status is, uh-huh. but uh, I actually coached his dad in high school, so – I'm sure they'll be in attendance, so it'll be a time for me to be able to catch up with his dad, and I'm sure I'll get to see him, so we're looking forward to the game. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's from being there, I may be a little biased because I've been there a lot, uh, but Plainsman Park, one of the great places to watch a college baseball game in this country, and I I think it was voted on uh, one of the best places a few years back, but I'm I'm sure you're going to enjoy yourself out there tonight, and speaking of enjoying yourself, uh, you mentioned last week, and I wanted to get your take on it, as we start out here, you uh, did you get to go to the gymnastics meet last Friday night? No, I'm going this Friday. This Friday, okay. I thought it was last Friday. No, so it's I, this Friday. Well, what I did was is I actually I actually gave away a couple of tickets I to gotcha. you know to uh, some people in the community so that they could go and enjoy it. And uh, 
maybe a little selfish, but I, you know, this Friday night you've got uh, the Florida Gators, yeah, a ranked gymnastics team in town, and, and of course Auburn being ranked. And I've never been to one of those at all. So uh, my wife and I are going to uh, uh, go out and, and kind of see what that's all about. And we're super excited about that. And I got a couple of extra tickets that we may talk about here in a little Uh-oh. Be on the lookout for that. But uh, we're a week out after the grand opening. Tim, how are, how's business going at Hometown Lenders after after a big grand up? We talked about it all last week. Uh, had a lot of great athletes out there uh, taking full advantage of the NIL program uh, around the area. And so, how's how's business been since that week? Business is good. Business is good. We've uh, we've been very busy. Uh, which you know you want to stay busy as you can in the mortgage business to keep things coming. But you know I think that uh, what's really taking some traction now is is I think that that people are seeing that, you know, when we say we're hometown lenders and we're going to be a part of the community, I think some of the things that we're actually doing, you know, it's it's real easy to talk about yeah. what you're going to do for the community and what you're going to do as far as a business person goes. But I think people have actually been able to actually see that, you know, we, we are going to, and we're going to walk the walk, we're going to do what we said. So I think that people have given us kind of a warm reception to that. So things are great. Well, good. Awesome. It's great to uh, see that the community is embracing you. Uh, racing you guys over there at Hometown Lenders. And it's great, again, to have you in the studio, as we do uh, quite often here. And we'll get to talk about uh, sports going forward here for the show. Tom, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Uh, Yeah, looking forward to some Auburn action tonight uh, All in all sorts of different sports. I think I may uh, head over to the baseball, uh, take in a little bit with with AU parking lot. Kevin Ives, friend of the show, uh, up on the parking deck. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that, and then uh, really looking forward to this basketball game against Mississippi State and seeing if Auburn can finally figure out a way to win away from Auburn Arena since they are 0 for their last three outside of Auburn Arena, but it's going to be another tough test. Uh, Mississippi State is not one of the better teams in the SEC, so it's a team that Auburn should beat. However, Mississippi State has only lost two games inside of Humphrey Coliseum. They've only lost one SEC game, and that was to Tennessee, so uh Auburn's going to have to bring their A game. This is this is not one of those where they can afford uh, to play poorly like they did at Missouri or like they did at Georgia and were able to come away with close wins. Um, if if they play poorly at Mississippi State, they will lose another road game, and it's uh, it, this is a big one. They they can lock up a uh, at least a share of the SEC regular season title if they can pull this one off tonight, uh, and then you know take it. Uh, take the full regular season title with South, uh, against South Carolina at home. But if you go ahead and take care of business tonight, you at least wrap up a share. But, uh, yeah, they, they're going to have to bring their game. It's it's not going to be a, an easy one for them. And it will also be interesting to see uh, Mississippi State with the uh, the matchup between two former teammates and Walker Kessler and Garrison Brooks. Uh, Garrison Brooks, of course, an, an Auburn High alum who uh, started out at North Carolina and transferred to Mississippi State. So, uh, yeah, you'll have the two former Tar Heels kind of button heads there on the inside. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Brant, how are you doing on a Wednesday? I'm feeling great, man. Uh, happy, there we go. Michael. I'm feeling great, man. I am uh, happy to be here. Uh, a lot going on right now. I've got uh, Auburn versus Alabama pulled up, first round of the SEC tournament. You've got baseball and softball later today, and then you've got the basketball game tonight. That's kind of the big one, and Tom outlined everything you need. You, you control your own destiny. Win these next two games, and you have the outright SEC title, and no one can ever take that away from you. That That is a very impressive thing. It means you've been the best team in the conference over the course of two months. You know, To win a national championship, to win a tournament title, 
you have to win six games, you know, and that's awesome. And that's everyone's goal. And that's obviously the ultimate goal. But then you have consistent success over a, a full season. That is almost more impressive. Obviously, it's not the ultimate goal. It's not what makes people remember you, but it is it is such an awesome thing to have a regular season title because it means you were great for the entire year. Now, I like Tom outlined, South Carolina, or excuse me, Mississippi State is not great, but they are not a bad team either. Auburn cannot sleepwalk to a win tonight. Uh, and and I, I don't think they will. I think they get it done. I think Auburn wins tonight. Um, now, I've been wrong like the last four or five times I've tried to predict an outcome of an, of an Auburn game. So who knows? So we'll, we'll see how we go on. So uh, just a lot going on today, and I'm excited to be a part of it. 3 didn't turn my own mic on this time. 334-887-341 locally, toll free one triple eight nine tiger 9 is how you can get on the Sports Call phone line if you want to get uh, get your call in here this afternoon. Like I said, shortened show today. Get off the air at 5 o'clock, so you need to get your calls in early and often for us to be able to talk to you today. A big matchup tonight for the Auburn Tigers in the, on the hardwood. Uh, currently right now, the Lady Tigers... They're not called the Lady Tigers, but, you know, the Lady Tigers on the hardwood in Nashville with a minute 10 to play in the third quarter, 53-48, Auburn leads Alabama. Whoever wins this game, if the Auburn Tigers win this game, they will go on to play the Georgia Bulldogs tomorrow in the SEC tournament action. The team that they just beat their last SEC win was at home versus the Georgia Bulldogs a couple weeks ago, and they would have a rematch with the Bulldogs coming up tomorrow were they to win this game but like i said a minute 10 to play in the third quarter 53 to 50 now the score just updated auburn leads alabama tim it was a it was a bit of a, a clunker on saturday for the auburn tigers in, in knoxville against tennessee what were your thoughts from the game well you know it was to me it was a game of surges you know and then you know the last surge that uh, tennessee put on you know they kind of have they kind of had a surge on both ends you know they 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 really came alive defensively forced to turnovers kind of shifted the momentum and then I think the crowd got into it and you know I'm just not sure that they ever kind of quite got that back you know uh, there's a period of time where when I was watching the game that you know Flanagan came alive and and, and it was producing pretty consistently so I mean it, it was kind of one of those things I think when you see when you it was almost had like an elite eight or, or sweet 16 type field of the game when it started but yeah um, you know it was a game of 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 switches of momentum back and forth and you know it's almost like in football when you have the ball last it's kind of like when tennessee got it there at the end they just they just kind of held on to it it's gonna be a big one tonight in auburn or not in auburn in starkville tom you mentioned it a minute ago it, it's and it was been mentioned on the show this week starkville's not a friendly place for the tigers and that, right. that i think that's one of the handful of arenas in, in the sec that you could point out I, I was talking i believe it was steve's call the other day there there's a handful of arenas colonial life arena south carolina Ole Miss, Florida, Mississippi State. Those are a couple of arenas that you can name right off the top of your head that you say, well, Auburn kind of struggles in these environments, and they're going to have to, like you said, step and play an A game tonight. Yeah. Um, there, there's a reason Mississippi State's only lost two games there. It, it's, not known as, uh, it, it's not known as one of the more rowdy arenas in the league, but Mississippi State is very comfortable at home. Obviously, there's going to be a crowd there because they still have the number five team coming in, so the crowd's going to be lit. They play well at home. And here lately, Auburn has not been playing well on the road. So you add those two together, and it's going to be a tough task for Auburn. It's been, But it's one that they should handle. Um, when, you just, when you just compare the two teams, Auburn's better. I mean, Auburn's just flat out a better team. They are more talented across the board. They're deeper. 
everything that we've always said about Auburn's team, uh, of the talent and the depth, they have it. For whatever reason, these last several weeks, they just have not been able to put it together on the road. Uh, the guards have struggled shooting the ball, so that's something that you've got to really watch out for today. You need Wendell Green, Zep Jasper, and KD to start pouring in some points from outside. And here's the other big thing. Mississippi State is good on the inside. I mentioned Garrison Brooks. I mean, he's a very good player on the inside. So he is going to challenge Auburn to get the ball to the basket, which is going to force those outside guys to shoot. So you've got to be knocking those shots down. And then the big thing for Auburn, the biggest key, I think, for Auburn tonight is they have got to stay out of foul trouble. Uh, Mississippi State loves driving it to the hoop and drawing fouls. They're they're one of the top teams in the entire country at going to the free throw line. Um, so – that that's that's the big key uh play your defense you obviously have to do that but you've got to do it carefully because they really really like to and know how to draw you into fouling them and getting to the line and that that's one thing auburn does not want to do is try to get in a free throw battle with uh with mississippi state because that's a recipe for a loss if you do that big matchup tonight chance for a partial claim of the SEC title on the line for the Auburn men's basketball team we'll keep talking about that as we go along here on sports call 334-887-341 locally toll free one 9 tiger 9 is how to get on sports call as we continue forward we're joined in studio by Tim Gillespie and we'll be right back with your birthdays and sports coming up after this Sports Call has been on the air since 1995. Now back to Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Sports Call Podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, the Tiger Communications app, or website, thetiger.fm. Literally anywhere you get your podcasts, there's no excuse for not finding it anywhere. 334-887-341 locally, toll-free 1-888-9-TIGER-9. I'm Brooks Childress, joined by Tom Peavy, Brant Daughtry, and special guest Tim Gillespie from Hometown Lenders on the Plains, as he does every single week, joining us in studio today. J.J. Jackson getting ready to call some Auburn softball up in Atlanta, Georgia, as the Auburn Tigers take on the Georgia State Panthers tonight, 5 o'clock over on our sister station, 99.9 Kate FM. As we roll along here on a Wednesday, it's time for our birthdays and sports. It's time for today's birthdays and sports. Birthdays and sports on March second, twenty twenty-two. We got a lot of football birthdays today, and then we got a, a baseball birthday as well. To throw in there. Let's start out with the baseball birthday since it's just one. Turning fifty-seven today is a former MLB left fielder who played from nineteen eighty-seven until two thousand three with the Braves, the Reds, the Cardinals, the Phillies, the Anaheim Angels, the Rockies. Two ten two stints with the Athletics and the Padres. Ron Gant turning fifty-seven today. Ooh. It's a two-time All-Star, 1991 
Silver Slugger Award winner. He finished his career with a 256 batting average to go along with 321 home runs and 1,008 RBIs. He's currently as a co-host on Good Day Atlanta on their local Fox TV affiliate. How about that? I didn't know he was on that. He was Ron, there. Ron Gant. Turning 57. I know that name. You it's should. E- whenever there's like an old school baseball player, because I didn't start watching baseball until like 2012. Um, but whenever there's an older baseball player and I know his name, he is somebody pretty special. Well, that hurts. That watched Ron Gant play. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I'm like, geez, I remember Ron Gant. Listen, I was like 15 years old and when I started watching Major League Baseball. I said, <laughs> so Ron Gant turning 57 years old today. That's your baseball birthday. Football birthdays today got a quite a few big ones, too. Turning 40 today is a former NFL quarterback who played from 2004 until 2021, all with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger you turning said, 40 years old. You said big birthdays. Yeah, it is a big birthday. That's Big Ben. It's a Big Ben birthday. That's a Big Ben birthday. Triple B. Yep. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion, a six-time Pro Bowler, two-time NFL passing yards leader, 2004 NFL Rookie of the Year, 2003 MAC MVP while at Miami of Ohio. Let's go Red Hawks. 11th overall pick in the 2004 NFL Draft, which included quarterbacks such as Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers. His father, Ken, played quarterback at Georgia Tech, and his sister, Carly, played college basketball at Oklahoma. Yep. I, you're telling me that Ben's Roethlisberger's father was Ken? Ken Roethlisberger. Ken yeah. Roethlisberger, yeah. father of Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's funny to me. My, my, Strikes my, me as funny. My my birth my town of birth was famous for some other things, but it became even more famous thanks to Ben Roethlisberger. That would be Milledgeville, Georgia. Ah, uh, <laughs> I did yeah. not realize it. Mm-hmm. Oh. How about that? How about that? Hanging I'd out. forgotten that. I knew that, but I had forgotten about it. Yeah. I I think the thing with Ben Roethlisberger is that his career has been kind of tainted over the last couple of years because he's just fallen off so hard, and he he really should have. Retired three or four years ago, still but, but his his good years, man. He was he was on top of the world for a while there. I mean, I, he yeah. he's not going to remember it as well as he should because he was such a good quarterback. I, I still say that he was the best quarterback out of that draft class, and, and I predicted that he he came from yeah he came from see, the yeah. smaller of the schools of the quarterbacks in that draft class. But I'd I'd already pegged him. It's like that's going to be the better quarterback out of all of them. Uh, you could you could maybe battle with Eli Manning with that, uh, but Eli I, Manning had a similar story. He just just yeah. played too long, and his his yep. legacy got tainted because he just he just tried to keep playing when his body wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Turning thirty seven today is a former NFL running back who played played from two thousand six until two thousand sixteen with the Saints, the Dolphins, the Lions, 49ers, and the Bills. Reggie Bush is turning thirty seven years old. Uh-huh. He's already thirty seven oh, years old. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Super Bowl 44 champion, 2004 BCS national champion while at USC, fight on. 2005 Heisman Trophy winner. Is this? Is he still? Is he? Technically. So, he, so the, yeah, asterisk. asterisk. Yeah. The, the, I believe the Heisman Trophy, whoever presents the Heisman Trophy has said, we will give him the trophy back if the NCAA recognizes his records. Because what he did is no longer considered illegal. It just was in 2005. So but the, the the NCAA is awful, so they're probably not going to give him his Heisman. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you can't anymore. you can't. Re- I have no you, idea. I don't That's think you can question. go back and say, oh, you know, you committed a crime back when it was illegal, but now that it's legal, we're just going to say that well, it you, happens. Like, I no, think, you, you listen, broke the rules back when it was illegal. Well, so every NCAA rule is made up. They're all fake rules. Oh. The, the NCAA has no teeth, so 
Well, in this case, know. since it's the Heisman Trophy, would it be a statue of limitations? Oh. Hey-o. Uh, Hey-o. I like that. <laughs> I like that. He's also a two-time Pac-10 Offensive Player of the Year. It's tech, second overall pick in the 2006 NFL Draft. Currently is an analyst on Fox Sports. You know, you, you, took, you, you take away the Heisman, but we all sat there and we watched him play those games. We watched him do all that, so it's like... You can take away the the Heisman and say the stats. You know, they, he didn't get those stats, but he he got them. Watched it. We watched that happen. Watched it. Does he get to go in the Heisman house? That uh, he's not been in any of the commercials. Yeah. I don't think. But if he, you know, if, but neither has Cam Newton. That's also true. <laughs> Turning twenty four today as a quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. It's Tua Tagovailoa's birthday. Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Tonga Vailoa. Tonga Vailoa is how I've always said it. Tonga. 2017 National Champion while at Alabama. 2018 SEC Offensive Player of the Year. 2018 Consensus All-American. 2018 First Team All-SEC. Fifth overall pick of the 2020 NFL Draft. His younger brother, Talia, plays quarterback at Maryland. So Tua, turning 24 years old today. He didn't win a Heisman. He didn't. He probably but, should have, but he got hurt. I would say he, he in, was in 2019. To win one. Yeah. In 2019, he was going to run away with that thing before he got hurt. You know, there 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 is a birthday I have to throw out. Can, can I do that? Go ahead. Go for I it. I mean, to I don't know if she's smart because she married me. I know she's very <laughs> smart, but that might actually indicate otherwise. But you know, since I won't be on the show till next week, and uh, March the fourth is not only one of our loan officers and the prettiest face at Hometown Lenders, but my wife, Melissa's birthday is Friday. So happy birthday, sweetie. And uh, I'll get my brownie points in. And, That's right. I you know, <laughs> appreciate you guys letting me do a little shout-out there. It'll, you know, Maybe she'll buy me some popcorn at the baseball game tonight. <laughs> maybe. Maybe she'll spring for a hot dog. I'd, I'd like I'd, nothing better than a ballpark dog. That's there right. you go. So happy birthday, Melissa Gillespie, on Friday. How about that? We're not going to... I'm not going to ask the age because that's that would be inappropriate. Taboo. It, it, it would be, uh, and I don't have probably gained some. Uh, I've gained some points. I don't want to erase them for the next. Week. <laughs> don't take well, those. Away. Actually, I will tell everybody that she is celebrating her 25th. I think. That's 25. right. Yeah. There you go. I'm just going by looks. 25 is what I'm going to say. <laughs> that's a good good call. Get you some more bounty points. Final birthday on our list today, turning 87 years old today, is a former head coach, most notably coached at Alabama, who's also the head coach at St. Louis slash Arizona Cardinals in the NFL, and for Texas A&M, Gene Stallings is turning 87 years old today. One of my preferred former Alabama coaches. He's a 1992 national champion, 1992 Walter Camp Coach of the Year, two-time SEC Coach of the Year, played college football at Texas A&M, Giga Maggies. He finished his coaching career with a 97-61-2 record and was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame in 2011. Gene Stallings, 80, what did I say, 87? Man, he doesn't look it, does no. he? He's very, very spry. I don't think he acts it either. I mean, it's, you know, he's he's always talking about the work he does on the farm. And yeah. All of that. I mean, he makes trips everywhere, so uh, he, he's as tough as in his older age as he was in his younger age. So Gene Stallings, Ben Roethlisberger, Reggie Bush, Tua Tagovailoa, Ron Gant, all celebrating birthdays today. If it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. And once again, happy birthday to Melissa Gillespie. On Friday, she'll be turning a spry 25 years old. <laughs> and Tim is hoping for a hot dog at the game tonight. Yes, I, I, with that, I should. I won't throw in a, a Coke as well. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> since, since you're cashing in. Yeah, three, three, I mean, four. 
888-787-3411, locally toll-free, 1-888-9-TIGER-9. I'm about to go to our phone lines to talk to Nathan King, but before we do that, let's go to our Auburn Bank phone line, and we'll take a trip down to Columbus, and... Jeff from Columbus. Has called in. Jeff, how are you doing today? Doing great, guys. How about yourself? Doing phenomenal. Doing awesome. Great, great. Hey, man, I haven't called in since my mighty, mighty Georgia Bulldogs won the national football national championship. Um, Has it been that long? This, it, it's been a little while, yes. Uh, don't care a whole lot about basketball, but I do listen to y'all. And, man, so you know this is important. I've been on hold 30 minutes because <laughs> who? How, how many of you got the wordle right yesterday? I did. I, I was very, very proud of well, that. It hold on. It depends because I think everyone has I did New York over, Times. Everyone wordle. has switched over to New York Times. I'm still on power language, so it's a different word than the New York Times one. I believe mine was on the New York Times and that's why I'm having to call in because <laughs> my wife my wife is the smartest. I've tried to get her to go on Jeopardy every or not Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune. Stuff like that. She knows everything about a word, language, when spelling bees. So we were sitting there. She was down to her last. I mean, she gets them in three, you know, an average, you know, and most times two or something like that. She does great. She goes, there's no such word when we're sitting there with the R, and I guess we're talking about the same word. Should I say it? I mean, is there? Yeah, it's yesterday's. It's yesterday's. Go ahead. Yeah, so it was Rupee, right? R-U-P-E-E. Right? Yeah. Yep. And my wife has the R, the P, the E, and the E. And she goes, there's no word. She goes, I'm telling you, there's no word. I said, well, it needs another vowel. She goes, the vowels are gone. They're, look, what are you going to do, put a U there? I go, heck yeah, it's a roofie. Uh, 95.9. So she goes, puts it in. We win, the, the alarms go off and stuff. <laughs> so she says, that is not a word, not a word, looks it up. And my gosh, what a stink did that cause on the Internet. Everybody, <laughs> it ruined their streak. My wife, she said, if it had ruined my streak, I'd have been mad too. Because, and then, but then I go, and I go, well, wasn't this made up by an English person? And she goes, nope, this New York Times took it over. I go, yeah, but he probably put the words in, and India was under the English Empire, so yep. that's my rationale to her, right? And she goes, no, that can't. So she still is under protest. But I know <laughs> how much you all love this game, and I was trying to see whose street was broken. because, And she's still up in arms. She says it's not a word, it can't be, because she knows every word. I go, apparently not. So. <laughs> But I was curious as to who got that because I knew you all were big fans. And J.J. probably has never been on the site yet, has he? I think J.J. has tried to, like, help me out once or twice, but I don't think he's ever done it himself. I understand. I understand. <laughs> well, see, I like, I, well, J.J. probably helps like me. I'm just there. I'm All I'm trying to do is figure out a five-letter word. Yep. And yeah. she's yep. already moving Everything she goes, it can't be that because of that, because of that. I go, wait a second, I'm just trying to figure out a word here. So I, I was proud of myself for getting that right by default. So, uh, <laughs> but man, I know y'all got a lot to get to, but um, I just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know I was here. But I am still listening to y'all. 
And you all have a great rest of the day. Thanks for the call today, Jeff. Impressive, impressive work on uh, on Wordle. I'm still on power language. That was not my word yeah. yesterday. The, like you said, the word was uh, rupee yesterday, which is an Indian currency. Um, but it is also a currency in a video game. So that's how I have heard of it before. So I, I did not get it. Tim, are you a Wordle guy? I'm not a Wordle guy. I've talked to. I, I thought it was a, a bigger deal than it actually is. I think the internet makes it look like it's a bigger deal. But I've talked to a lot of people uh, recently, and I've asked them if they're Wordle people, and they've just said, "No, I'm not. I don't play Wordle. I don't, I don't care what the it is." The only time I've ever played it was when we did it here in the studio, and I haven't touched it since. <laughs> Maybe that's one of those age things. I, yeah, I don't, yeah, we're not exactly. Allowed. I, exactly I don't it. do it every day. I do it when I remember to, but it's not something I wake up thinking about. It's 334 locally. Toll free one 888 9 is how you get on touch with us. We're about to go to our phone lines after this next break to talk to Nathan King from 247 Sports. But before we do, Tim, it's been great to have uh, have you in here today. Great to talk some sports with you. You got anything else to tell us before we get out of here? You know, we've got a big night to sports, so there'll be a lot to talk about and listen to uh, the rest of the week and uh, tomorrow. So I'll make sure to listen to you guys. You know, thanks for having me on. I always got to end with the, you know, Come see us at Hometown Lenders. Uh, we are your lender on the plains. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me. We are your equal housing lender, and my NMLS is 200-6482. Everybody have a great night. Thank you so much, Tim. And we will be sure, everyone out there, go sure. If you need a hometown loan, go see Hometown Lenders on the plains, located right on South College Street. They're very friendly. Some of the best staff in town. They'll get you set up going down the right path. Coming up after this break, Nathan King from 247 Sports joins Sports Call. We'll be back after this. May we have your attention, please? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? We're Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. My name is My name is My name is Sports Call on Tiger 95.9 This is Andy Bertram, voice of the Auburn Tigers and you're listening to Sports Call on Tiger Call on a Wednesday rolls on. I'm Brooks Childress filling in for JJ Jackson today. He's getting ready to call Auburn softball later to this afternoon. I'm joined in studio by Tom Peavy, Brant Daughtry. Thanks again to Tim Gillespie from Hometown Lenders on the Plains for stopping by and chatting with us like he does every single week. Always great to have him in here, talk a little sports with him. Very knowledgeable. And of course, you need a hometown loan. Go see our friends over at Hometown Lenders just up the street from us on South College Street here in Auburn. 334-887-341 locally. Toll free one 888 9 is how you get in touch with us. But right now, we're going to use the Auburn Bank phone line as we will take a trip right here in Auburn and talk to our good friend, Nathan King from 247 Sports. Nathan, how are you doing this afternoon? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing phenomenal, doing phenomenal. Big, big day in the Auburn sports world. In general, big day for Auburn men's basketball tonight. A chance to lock up a 
portion of the SEC championship. They weren't able, unable to do that this past weekend at Tennessee, but a chance to do it again tonight. Uh, just before we, you know, before we get into the Mississippi State game tonight, though, what were your takeaways from Saturday's game in, uh, at Tennessee? Yeah, it's funny. That was, it was a, sort of a strange game where Auburn was playing well in a lot of different phases, but they just couldn't get all of those things going um, at the same time. And really, what it came down to, simple, you know, simple enough, was that Tennessee had 20 more possessions in that game than Auburn did because of their offensive rebounding um, and their total rebounding. Auburn was out rebounded by 23. Um, in that game, that's the largest disparity for Auburn on the boards since they were out-rebounded Bruce Pearl's first season in a 45-point loss at Kentucky. So that kind of thing doesn't happen to a Bruce Pearl team very often. You know, he's not an elite rebounding coach, and his, his teams haven't done it at an elite level, uh, but they've been very consistent. And so it was really surprising to see that when Auburn, you know, it's not like Tennessee had a size advantage or anything like that, whether it was you know Walker Kessler, Jabari Smith, Dylan Cardwell, Jalen Williams, whatever combination of those guys was on the floor, um, Tennessee didn't didn't have much size on them. Certainly not when Kessler was on the floor. And so, first of all, said the biggest thing was look, our guards weren't able to stay in front of their guards. We know about that three point guard lineup for Tennessee and how talented um, it is with Vescovy and Chandler um, and Ziegler. And so the guards weren't able to stay in front. Um, and so obviously that's going to cause the backside help to have to rotate over. And so they were just out of position on a bunch of misses. Um, they they played really well defensively for most of the game though. I mean, this is just yet another game for them going on the road and holding an opponent below 70 points on its home floor. Um, they did that in their past three games in regulation, 66 points against Arkansas, 63 against Florida, and now 67 against Tennessee. So you really look at these last three road games, and it all comes down to offense. Auburn's defense has been phenomenal. Um, they're elite even when they go away from home. Their defensive efficiency barely drops at all away from home. So right now they've just got to figure out, look, it's, it's just been – the Jabari Smith show over the past few games on the road. Um, you know, their guard play hasn't been very consistent. They've got to start getting more help throughout the rotation or, or they're not going to win many of these games because Smith is a phenomenal player. He's, he's one of the best players in the SEC, um, but especially as they get into March and into the postseason, he's not going to be able to do it all by himself. Nathan, you kind of answered the question there, but I know a lot of people want to point out that Auburn, the road games they've lost, they play with Nike basketballs, and I know you know they they definitely you've said it before, other people have said it before. They practice with Nike basketballs and in you know the practice gym. They they practice with them when they're going on the road when when they know what what they're going to be up against with the basketball kind of thing. But what is the uh, has there have you seen any common denominators of why Auburn has struggled here in the recently on the road? Yeah, I mean, it's been the offense. Um, it's been their inability to, to kind of replicate, take the success they've had at home, um, getting consistent play throughout their depth. I mean, that was one of their – when they were rolling in the SEC um, and they were winning, which they're still rolling, they're still going to win the conference probably. Um, but, you know, when they were winning 19 straight games, um, it was because their depth you – look, you look at their bench production, it was like 30 points, 35 points, 40 points, 20 points, 30 points. I mean, they were just pouring it in on a game-to-game basis. Now, a lot of that had to do with Wendell Green. Obviously, he's their sixth man, and he's had a bit of a slump, I believe, over their past five or six games. He's shooting 25% from the field there. Um, he went 2 of 15 against Tennessee, obviously. And Bruce Paul said as much post game. That, that's, that's not going to get it done. So, I mean, it's just been inconsistency on the offensive end, and most of it goes back to the guard spot. Um, because when you look at those three, their three guards, basically they have three starters. And Wendell Green's basically a starter. Um, so you look at their backcourt. Just in games where two out of three of those guys are playing pretty well, Auburn's going to win most of the time um, because, you know, Zepp Jasper, look, when he starts clicking, he's going to get the whole offense rolling because they're not expecting him to do that. Um, so most of the year it's been Wendell and, and KD 
And when they've had good games, I mean, Katie had a good game but the, against Tennessee, but the other two guards didn't. So they've just got to find a way to get you know two out of three, preferably three out of three. But you know, it's been difficult to get that to happen. Um, if you get two out of three of those guards clicking in a game, there's not many teams because of that defense. There's not many teams that are going to be able to beat them when they're when they're shooting efficiently on the offensive end. So yeah, it's just been these past few road games, just one little spot here and there. Um, you know, you look at Arkansas; they were missing free throws. If they had hit free throws, they would have won that game. Um, Tennessee, you know, if they don't allow Tennessee to have 20 extra possessions, you know, maybe even just 15 or something like that, maybe they would have won that game. So it's just little areas here and there that you're wondering, you know, when can Auburn put together a more complete game? But at the same time, these are very difficult places to win. I mean, Florida's probably your, quote, worst win of the year, or excuse me, worst loss, and that was still a quad one game. Um, Arkansas and Tennessee, both undefeated at home. Um, so those are pretty difficult places to play. But Auburn's got a good opportunity tonight. Mississippi State 7-1 and in the SEC at home, so they've got a good opportunity now not only to uh, to kick some of those road woes they've had recently, um, but also to clinch a championship. Nathan, you touched on it there a little bit. The guards have just not been uh, as productive as they have. What do you think has happened to them, or, or what do you think defenses are doing to kind of take them out of the game? Well, you know, Bruce, Bruce admitted like, last week you know, the, like the pick and roll with Walker Kessler, right? like a high pick and roll. We haven't seen that as much recently. Um, that, that's a huge part of their offense, and it's a huge part of their success. And, you know, the more Bruce likes to talk about a lot, you know, the more stuff is put on tape, the more it's going to be, you know, well defended. The more you're going to be able to see it in lots of different looks and a lot of different half-court sets and be able to prepare your defensive setup um, for that. And, I mean, but it's, the root of it is just that, you know, both of their – they've got a system right now where, look, Zep Jasper, it, it's hard to really say when he's in a funk because he's not a scorer. He's a defensive specialist when he had 15 points to get old, against Ole Miss. Um, that was great for them, but you know that's not something they necessarily ask him to do on a game-to-game basis. It's probably not great when he, you know, just kind of has a, a very, very small stat line and you know, 0 for 2, 0 for 3. They need him to be a little more aggressive than that. But really, it's just been that Katie Johnson and Wendell Green—they're just streaky. They're just streaky scorers. Um, that's just who they are. You know, they're kind of hot and cold. Um, you know, when they have great games, they're absolutely able to take over. I think Wendell a little bit more than Katie just because of the way that he sort of orchestrates the offense and can have control um, of everything in the offense. I, I think maybe he is a little bit, you know, when he gets hot, maybe he's a, a little bit more of a takeover type player. But we've seen games where KD is, has sort of had that, and he's made big shots at the end of games too. And so I would say it's, you know, half and half. I'd say you know, teams are figuring him out a little bit more, and so it's a chess match, and Bruce is going to have to figure out how to get his guards in successful positions, and he'll be the first to admit that. And the other half of it is just that, Sometimes they have off games. You know, there's not many players. You know, Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler are just very, very consistent. Kessler's going to give you the defensive impact. He's, he's an efficient offensive player. He's going to give you that every game. And Jabari Smith right now looks like he's entered a zone um, that really nobody's been able. You know, great defense, a top five defense in Tennessee wasn't even able to pull him out of. So it's hard to get consistency like that. You know, 19, 20 year old kids. Um, just your hope has to be that they they peak and they start getting consistent at the right time and. You know, now we're in March, so tonight would be a good time to do that. Uh, Nathan, looking at this game tonight, uh, Mississippi State, they're one of the top teams in the entire country at going to the free throw line. Uh, that's pretty much where they thrive. Uh, how important, you you mentioned uh, Jabari and Kessler, but mainly Kessler on the inside banging around. How important is it tonight for Auburn to stay out of foul trouble considering that Mississippi State loves to live off the free throw line? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's – it's crucial. You look at the games in the past. Now, Kessler it hasn't happened to him in a while. Um, really been able to stay out of foul trouble. Um, but you know what Bruce has talked about is that 
you know, cause that, that became sort of a point of contention back when Walker was getting into foul trouble a couple games. You know, Bruce would get asked, you know, how do you, how do you work against that? How do you prevent that? And Bruce basically said, look, if, if they call it a foul, it's a foul. If it's not a foul, it's a great defensive play. And it can be the exact same play. So, I mean, especially on the road, especially on the road, because you look at Kessler throughout the season, most of the games where he's gotten in at least a little foul trouble have obviously you know, been away from home. That's just the benefit of having a home whistle. Um, not to say there's bias or anything like that, but you know, it's just that, that's just what we see. That's just what we see across the country um, in the sport. It tends to go that way, and so you know, Walker's an elite shot blocker. He's one of the most disciplined shot blockers I have ever seen. Uh, but it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be an, an entertaining matchup tonight because you know we talk so much about guard play and the importance of guard play, especially in March. And these high flying guards. This is a Mississippi State team that likes to bang down low. I mean, you're talking about Garrison Brooks is a player that obviously people in Auburn know and Auburn high product. Um, DJ Jeffries is an upperclassman. He's six foot eight four. He's he's a guy that's been there a while. Great rebounder. Um, and then Tolu Smith is a guy they haven't had for about half the season, uh, but he gives you a lot of size on the interior as well. So they've got great depth in their front court. Um, when you're talking about the back court, Mississippi State really struggles when Molinar isn't getting going. Um, so I'll be really interested to see. You know, he's a, he was a legitimate you know, he's SEC preseason you know player of the year type guy. Um, he's probably going to be a first-team All-SEC player, along with, I would imagine, the backcourt will be something, you know, him and Scottie Pippen and maybe a couple others. Um, he's a great player, but when he doesn't get it going, especially the Rocket Watts is out tonight, the Michigan State transfer, he's not going to play, so they're a little short in the backcourt. When he doesn't get it going, they really struggle to score, um, and especially the guy like Kessler. Look, Auburn's top ten in two-point defense this year, two-point percentage, because of not only his ability to block shots, but also alter shots once they get down there in the paint. So you're exactly right. That's a, that's a really interesting matchup tonight. Um, and probably whoever wins down there, talking about both rebounding and scoring, um, whoever has the edge there probably has a pretty good chance of winning the game. And then, Nathan, before we get you out of here, we got the, uh, the official release today from Auburn Athletics letting us know that A-Day is going to be April the 9th, 1 o'clock in Jordan-Hare Stadium. So we get, keep getting close to football. Obviously, living here in the South, football is always a topic of conversation year-round. As we get closer to spring football, you've got an article out uh, 247sports.com. Uh, transfer Spotlight, talking about the quarterback Zach Calzada, who just joined the Auburn Tigers over this, uh, this past offseason. Tell us a little bit about that article. Yeah, I'm just trying to roll through. I've done DJ James, the uh, Oregon corner did him last week trying to roll through these guys um, because it's not a very big transfer class for Auburn right now. Obviously, only five players. You've got those two I just mentioned. You've got Robbie Ashford from Oregon. Obviously, he was a Hoover guy. Jason Jones, the defensive lineman from Oregon. And then Eugene Asante, um, who was a four-star recruit, spent a couple years at UNC, um, is now transferred to Auburn. They'll probably you know go a little bit deeper, maybe offensive line, maybe looking more um, on the defensive line as well. Obviously, wide receiver um, is really important. Right now, they'll go a little deeper once spring ball is over. But I just think Calzada is an interesting case because it's almost a mirror image of the Finley situation. Nathan King joining us here on Sports Call Auburn this afternoon. Uh, Want to get you out of here, Nathan, one last time. Uh, AuburnUndercover.com, 247sports.com. What you got coming for us? Uh, what you and the guys got coming for us here coming down the line as we get to go to this Mississippi State game, wrap up the regular season of basketball, and head towards spring football. Yeah, sorry, I must I must have lost y'all there. Uh, apologize for that. Uh, yeah, I mean basketball will be obviously super exciting tonight to see what happens with the SEC uh, title race. You know, they can clinch it. They can clinch at least a share of it with a win tonight. Even if they don't do that, I mean, you've got to think just with how well they've played at home that they've pretty much got this in the bag against South Carolina. But 
um, you never know. And then, you know, talking about on the site, baseball and softball obviously rolling um, now in the preseason, and so that's been exciting as well. And, and spring football will be here before you know it, so we'll have it all covered at auburnundercover.com. Nathan King from 247 Sports joining us on Sports Call. Thank you so much for the time, and we'll talk to you in soon. That was Nathan King, Auburn Undercover, 247sports.com is where you can find all of his great work. I know our good friend, retired Wardam Steve, references his work a lot on the program, and he does a lot of great uh, great stuff. I remember uh, you know, being in Weagle at, uh, on Auburn University's campus at the same time Nathan was at the Plainsman, did some great, great work at the Plainsman, continues to do great work covering Auburn athletics uh, the, with 247 Sports and with Auburn Undercover. And yeah, guys, should be a really, really fun game tonight. Talked about uh, how Mississippi State likes to play basketball. Tom, you mentioned, uh, you, you, t- you asked him the question about uh, foul trouble and that with Walker Kessler. Yeah. But uh, it, it's it's going to be a, it's no, Mississippi State, as we've talked about, is not a better team than Auburn. No, no. But it's going to be a fight tonight in, in Starkville. It, it always is. Whenever you're going on the road in the SEC, you're probably going to have a tough time, especially when you have a target on your back like Auburn does right now. That's that's a side effect of being a really good team is that whenever someone has a chance to beat you, which is just about every time you go out on the court on an away on an away court, the then the crowd's going to be hyped up for it. They're going to be hyped from jump. You know, it's. Every team that Auburn faces is going to be that team's biggest game of the year, uh, as long as Auburn is on this run that they're on. So, yeah, you're you're going to have to weather that storm, and there's going to be a storm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mentioned it before. Mississippi State's only lost twice at their in their home arena. Now they've lost a lot on the road because I mean, you look at their record; it's not very good. But only two of those losses have come at home, so they know how to play at home. Auburn has really struggled of late. Uh, it, they've lost three in a row on the road, but even before that, they were struggling on the road. And that's where a lot of things, uh, a, a lot of kind of question marks and worries and some different things started kind of popping up when you started seeing this team really struggle to, to get things done on the road. They were still finding ways to win games on the road, but it was just like, I mean, it was brutal and it, against awful teams that they should have you know no business even being close to so it started kind of giving you some concern and now you've lost three in a row on the road um so they need to fix it uh you know yeah the 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 sec tournament and the ncaa tournament are not on people's home courts so you don't have to worry about that but it still doesn't give you a good feeling when Auburn seems to not play very well away from Auburn Arena because that's where you have to really get it done. And, uh, you know, tonight would go a long way towards that. And, and also just the confident boost of, of going ahead and taking care of at least a share of that SEC regular season title. You know, I, I want to end the hour with this, and we can talk about it more in hour number two, which is coming up in a little bit. But I wonder, is it more Auburn plays better in front of its home crowd or Auburn plays worse in front of an away crowd? That's which good. which one does ma- which one matters more? That's a good debate. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about more on the other side of this. One hour of sports call in the books. One more hour to go. Shorten sports call today. Getting off the air at five o'clock. Get your phone calls in on the Auburn Bank phone line. We'll be right back after this.
One hour of our show is in the books. We've got more to come. Stay tuned for another hour of Sports Call right after the break. Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Second and final hour of Sports Call on a Wednesday starts right now. That's right, we're getting out of here here an hour early today. Throwback edition. That's right. Back to our roots. That is the second time you have not turned my mic on today. I'm so, you're you're just today's Javon. <laughs> Every time it's me and Javon in here, I never turn his mic on, and I That's always fair. forget to turn his mic on. And then so you're you're my Javon today for the the purposes of the show. Bullpen day here on Sports Call. I'm Brooks Childress, joined in studio by Brant Daughtry and Tom Peavy, talking all things Auburn sports, Auburn basketball. There's a lot of them. Yes, there is, especially today. Auburn basketball yeah. tonight. From Stark Vegas, taking on the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Chance to clinch a, at least a portion of the SEC title, regular season title. Auburn baseball also in action this afternoon, or this evening. That's why we're getting off the air early. They'll take on UAB at Plainsman Park after defeating the Alabama State Hornets last night at Plainsman Park. Second game in two days. They're in the middle of a six-games-and-six-day stretch. Uh, going into the weekend, they'll take on Rhode Island. We'll, get, we'll talk a little bit more about that game in just a little bit or that series in a little bit for special reasons. And then <laughs> Auburn... Don't say it like that. <laughs> Auburn softball in action tonight over on our sister station, 99.9 KDFN. In about an hour, they'll get underway. So they take on Georgia State up in Atlanta. Auburn women's golf also finishing up action in Hilton Head, South Carolina at the Darius Rucker Intercollegiate. They've been playing there the last two days. Final round is going on right now. I think that's on Golf Channel right now. In fact, if you were on a... If you're flipping around, want to watch something on TV while listening to us, they're in action on Golf Channel this afternoon. So a lot of busy things in Auburn sports. Women's basketball just wrapped up their season, yeah. unfortunately, at the SEC tournament in Nashville, falling 75-68 to to Alabama. Very close game the entire time, by the way. That was, that was a very good effort, just couldn't pull it through at the end. Coach Johnny Harris had a really, really solid first year as uh, head coach of the Relatively. Auburn basketball uh, you, team. I think it's you look at the overall with this with this season and you just look at this season by itself not a great season right you went 2 and 15 in conference play if you include today's game as conference play but it from where Auburn women's basketball was and to where it's going there's a lot of promise around this program it's not there yet but there is some real Problem. I think they're heading in the right direction there's the the players seem to love Johnny Harris everything says that hey she's she just needs time to build her program, and when she does, Auburn's going to be really, really good. You mentioned two conference wins. That is two more than last year. So yeah, that's already an improvement. Two more plus, than last, and two two more than the year before, I believe. Plus, the two conference wins you got this year were over ranked teams. Yep, and you had three wins this year in a total over ranked teams. You beat a ranked Georgia Tech team in the non-conference. Oh, you yeah. beat a ranked Tennessee team, and then you beat a ranked Georgia team for this Auburn women's basketball team. So moving in the right direction, Johnny Harris has got a, a really good recruiting class getting put together right now. 
has got some great assistance. You're not losing a lot in the senior class right this year. There's there's not a lot of seniors being lost on this women's basketball team, and so it is. It, it the future looks bright for Auburn women's basketball. Unfortunately, today though they wrap up the first season of Johnny Harris with a loss at the SEC tournament, seventy-five to sixty-eight to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Alabama now moves on to tomorrow to take on the Georgia Bulldogs up there in Nashville as the SEC tournament rolls on for the women's side of things. The favorite, of course, in that tournament is the number one team in the country, Don Staley's South Carolina Gamecocks. Yeah, um, they're they're different. They are they are, they are different. Built, they are built different. Aaliyah Boston, not Aaliyah Boston. Um, uh, maybe it is. It's Aaliyah Boston. Uh, is a phenomenal, phenomenal basketball player, and uh, they're, they're poised to do some really, really good things and the big things in the tournament. Three three four eight eight seven thirty four one locally toll free one triple eight nine Tiger nine is how you get in touch with us on the Auburn Bank phone line. And before we go to that Auburn Bank phone line, we want to give you a chance to call into the Auburn Bank phone line. We mentioned a moment ago that we had a special something to talk about for the baseball series this weekend and we do i've got in my hand brant you can see it in my hand i have the i i see them with my own eyes there are four four, four. tickets i'm counting them four a four set of tickets to auburn baseball versus rhode island on saturday afternoon at plainsman park give us a call right now 334-887-341 locally toll free one triple eight nine tiger nine to win those tickets you call in, you've got them. That's a four-pack of tickets. One, two, three, four. All of you are sitting together. You're all sitting together. That's important. <laughs> We're not just sticking you anywhere random. But that is a four-pack of tickets. It is double header on Saturday as well versus Rhode Island. So double the baseball for these tickets. Four tickets to Auburn Baseball versus Rhode Island on Saturday afternoon can be yours. 334-887-341 locally. Toll-free, one 9 tiger 9 is how you get those right now let's go to the Auburn bank phone line now while we wait for our caller to call in for the tickets and we'll take a trip to montgomery right now and james from james from montgomery is joining us on the phone line right now james how are you doing today i'm good in war eagle war eagle war eagle man yeah i was just looking at uh the few minutes of the women's basketball game and that was a very terrible loss for auburn women's basketball i'm hoping that we'll have a really good season in 2023 and beyond yeah for sure uh, and like i mentioned james i think johnny harris has this program moving uh in the right direction so hopefully the uh, next year will be the beginning of that yeah, because I know um, I know we don't have any uh, any seniors on our teams uh, this year because I know some of the seniors they just graduated, um, you know, with uh, senior night last week, and I think with the rebuild of um, of Johnny Harris' uh, new team that she's actually creating, I think she's going to actually go out in 2022 and uh, create some uh, and actually recruit some great players that are going to be coming in in 2023 and. Uh, 2024 season as uh, as the season uh, progress for uh, next year as well. Yeah, she's got a really good recruiting class getting put together right now. I think uh, just got another commitment last week. Um, a lot of really good players uh, expected to be coming through Auburn in a couple of day or in the coming years. So, uh, what else do you have on your mind today, James? 
Well, I'm actually going to be watching Auburn men's basketball tonight, watching them play against uh, Mississippi State. And I'm going to just see how uh, Walker Kessler actually do for tonight and seeing if he's going to actually keep up those uh, great uh, scoring percentages on the board as well. And I think with Walker Kessler, I'll probably see him in the near NBA future as well. He, he looks like an NBA star to me as well. Yeah, for sure. He has definitely played his way uh, onto some early draft predictions. Most places have him as a a mid to late first rounder right now so he could absolutely go to the NBA and uh, have a lot of success there for sure. Yeah, so with these last two games on our schedule, with Mississippi State that we're playing tonight and then South Carolina, do you think that we still might make it into the into the tournament, into the March Madness as a two seed or as a three seed as well? Because I'm thinking I might as well have Auburn as a two seed as well, and then I'm looking at other teams that we might face in the tournament as um, – as the March Madness uh, begins uh, in a couple of days from now, yeah. uh, I don't. I don't know that Auburn would slip to a three seed. There's still a very good possibility they could be a number one seed um, uh, with some of the teams ahead of them that have lost just recently. Uh, I've seen some of them that have Auburn back into the number one seed again. So uh, it would it would have to be Auburn kind of falls apart to drop to a three seed. So I, I think they will either be a number one seed or a number two seed once those brackets come out. Okay, so I'm I'm actually going to be looking at the bracket selection uh, this coming up Sunday and seeing where Auburn might be placed. I know I've been looking at it, um, you know, I've been looking at it on the March Madness um, applications and seeing if Auburn is actually going to be in the one seed. So I'll probably, for this year, when I fill out my bracket for March Madness, I'm going to put Auburn as a one seed and then probably seeing if Baylor and Auburn might play for the Final Four as well. Yeah, Baylor is another team fighting for a spot on the one line right now. Could absolutely see both of those teams making a run to the Final Four if they're uh, able to get hot. What else do you have for us today? Well, I know tomorrow I'm going to be really busy with um, with the NFL uh, scouting combine, so I'm going to be actually looking at uh, some great draft predictions and uh, seeing who's going to actually uh, be um, you know putting the fire, uh, putting the flame to the fire, or putting the match to the um, to the flame and seeing who's going to who's going to actually burn it up uh, this coming up season as well. Because I know with uh, NFL season right around the corner, I'm just trying to see who's going to actually uh, get that first round draft pick in the first round of the 2022 uh, uh, NFL draft in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, the scouting combine coming up rapidly. We get to see who uh, who can uh, take their draft stock to the next level here at the the here at the combine, and then of course you hit those uh, pro days at your or your individual schools that also help you boost your draft stock. So yeah, it's going to be really really interesting to see who can boost their draft stock coming up here, and who can maybe catapult their way into that first round. Who may, who may you know maybe see who loses some draft stock at the combine. That, that's going to be an interesting uh interesting storylines to watch around the NFL as we get uh, closer and closer to that NFL draft at the end of April. What else you got for us today, James? Well, I'm actually going to be uh, looking at some uh, college basketball games today and tomorrow and seeing who's going to actually uh, punch their ticket into March Madness as well. So I'm going to be 
fully um, going to be like very, very busy on uh, college uh, basketball and the NFL scouting combine as well. And then uh, Sunday I have uh, NASCAR uh, from Las Vegas, Nevada, so I'm just going to like squeeze that in as well and seeing who's going to win uh, in Las Vegas, Nevada as well. Yeah, big race, big race. Kyle Larson got the win this past weekend at Fontana after Austin Cindric won the Daytona 500 the week before. Now they moved to Las Vegas. So it should be a really, really fun race uh, this weekend in Vegas for the NASCAR Cup Series. What else you got for us today, James? Anything? Um, I don't have any NBA uh, basketball news, but I'm just going to see um, what's going to what's going to really happen to uh, to uh, Kevin Durant and seeing if he's going to actually play in uh, tonight's game as well. Because I know I've been getting a lot of um, a lot of notifications that he is back with the Brooklyn Nets. So I'm just going to see how that's going to work out with uh, that actually coming in. Yeah, a a lot of moving parts in the NBA. Hopefully you get to see Kyrie Irving take a little bit more of a, you know, front stage with the New York, uh, the the Brooklyn Nets here coming down the stretch because if he gets to play a lot more games for them, uh, I think that they can be a really, really dangerous team once it comes to the finals time uh, down the stretch here as we head to the playoffs. Anything else for us before we have to let you go today, James? Um, I don't have anything else right now, but I'll let y'all know on something on uh, tomorrow as well. All right. We can't wait to talk to you then. War Eagle. All right. War Eagle. That was James from Montgomery joining us on the Auburn Bank phone line, 334-887-341 locally, toll-free 1-888-9-TIGER-9. That's how you get in touch with us. We have gotten in touch with a winner of those tickets. And he is waiting on the phone line to talk to us right now. He wanted to be talk on the air as well. It's our good friend Tony from Tuskegee joins us on the phone line. Tony, how are you doing today? I'm fine. How about you all? Doing great. You must be doing a little bit better now. Yes, sir. I get a chance to enjoy a good baseball game. That's right. Two two baseball games. Yeah, two baseball (laughs) games. Enjoy. Take my wife and. uh, Kids, we enjoy sit up and eat. There's some good refreshments there, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I know I'm paying for the refreshments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. But anyway, um, I was calling. What do y'all think about Cornelius Williams joining Alabama staff? Uh, it's not shocking to me. Uh, Alabama likes to pick up guys like that, guys that have been fired from other places. They like to pull them in and, and put them at smaller positions uh, and – you know, coach him up from there. I, Lane Kiffin was an OC there. Um, I believe Butch Jones was an analyst there. Uh, still might be, but yeah, they yeah do, but all those were. But the, the people you just named were head coaches. Though. Well, it, they've done this with position coaches as well. They just don't make as many headlines. Yeah, but I yeah. One other thing, I got a chance to meet a young class act individual from. Uh, Auburn last week. I had a chance to talk to him. We didn't talk football, but the guy, he's a um, class act, and that's um, T.J. Finley. We sit down and talk for a while. We didn't talk football, just talk general, you know, what he was doing in school and all that. You know, it surprised me out of a certain place, and I wouldn't name it. It was a restaurant, not, you know, not no out cast place or nothing like that. And I just, you know, big guy come in and I ask him if he played basketball. He's <laughs> a good one. He had a guy say he played football and say he was Auburn quarterback. T.J. Fender. But yeah, he's a nice 
young kid, real well respectful, and uh, you know, I was about to say it surprised me being an Auburn young man, but you know, that's besides the point. The guy, you know, the guy's real. He's the class set. Yeah, we've heard a lot, a lot of good stuff. I don't think uh, any of us in here have actually gotten to interact with uh, T.J. Finley in person yet, but heard a lot, a lot of great things about how how much how he holds himself, and he's uh, he seems to be a really, really upstanding uh, person. Yeah, we was at a particular restaurant, and uh, yeah, and I was sitting down next to him. You know, he stood up. You know, I said, "My big guy," and so I just. You know, just asked him, did he play um, sports in the way he said he was all in quarterback, T.J. Finley. Well, that's yeah, awesome. I've, I've, I've heard a couple of people talking about interacting with T.J. Finley, and uh, they, they all have nothing but nice things to say. So that's that's uh, in line with everything else I've heard about T.J., is that he's a, a really stand-up guy. I mean, if um, Coach... Uh-uh, Harson, if he got him like that, he, you know, he's doing a hell of a job. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But anyway, I appreciate the tickets, and uh, I look forward to Saturday. That's right. Thank you so much for calling in. Thanks for being a loyal caller to us, Tony, and then we uh, will see you when you come pick up those tickets. All right. Thank you. That was Tony from Tuskegee calling in on the Auburn Bank phone line, 334 887 3401 locally, toll free one triple eight nine tiger nine is how to get in contact with us. Before right now, we're heading to a break. I need to work on transitions here this afternoon. <laughs> I'm hungry, and I think that's affecting my performance on the shows today. So we'll try to regroup, and we'll be back after this break. More of your phone calls after this. to join our conversation tweet us your thoughts on twitter at sports call au want more sports call check us out online at sportscallauburn.com You shall receive. I said, I said I was hungry in the last break, and our sales manager Wendy walked in with some cookies. Thank you, Wendy. Yeah, she's man, they're the good like sugar cookies with with uh, with frosting on top. Love these. Gosh, that was that was that hit the spot. I, yeah. Man, there's we could never have a camera in here. No, we could sure, never have a camera. Sure, in here. sure won't. <laughs> sure won't happen. Welcome back to Sports Call on a. Wednesday. Wednesday. That's that's what day it is. Wednesday. It is Wednesday. I woke up thinking it was Thursday. So that's it's like, a terrible feeling. Isn't yeah, it, it is. It's a day further than it actually is. It is Ash Wednesday. That's right. Oh yeah, Brooks. Knows. You couldn't tell <laughs> right across from you. I did my due diligence. Got the got the mark on the head. That's why I'm hungry. 
But we won't talk about that anymore. We're going to talk about sports because this is sports call sometimes. Sports call. 334-887-341. Locally toll free one triple eight nine tiger 9 is how to get on the Auburn Bank phone line and join us on sports call this afternoon. Before we go anywhere else, let's go to the uh, phone line once again and talk to another one of our great callers. It is... I can find the button. Ward Damn Steve. Retired Ward Damn Steve joins us on the Auburn Bank phone line. Now, Steve, how are you doing this afternoon? Great, guys. And uh, as Mr. J.J. Jackson is known to say, good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. Afternoon, Steve. Hi. So I tell you, you guys uh, have recovered from uh, Fat Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, well, I, as much as one can. Okay, well, that's good to know that. You know, uh, according to those who... Uh, you know, uh, abide by Ash Wednesday and uh, uh, the, uh, the 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 to go with that. You're supposed to give up something. Yeah, your right. season. Yeah, so, supposed to fast on Ash Wednesday. I am I am not Catholic, so I did not participate. But so you get off, you get a free pass in. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Baptist boy. Okay, all right, that's your <laughs> excuse. What's everybody else's? I'm just a heathen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Brooks so you, is the only Catholic you just in the office. All the holidays. Okay, <laughs> all right. Okay, guys. Hey, that was a great conversation uh, that you had uh, with uh, Mr. Nathan King, and uh, I read one of his articles today, one of his columns. It's called the Three Pointer, and uh, what he mentioned was great about our uh, defense efficiency at home is nine. We're number nine, and on the road, it only goes down to number eleven, yeah. uh, which is still, according to the stats, eleven is uh, elite. Here's where the trouble is really at, and he mentioned it. I didn't know it was this bad, though. On offense, guys, inside Auburn, our efficiency rating is number nine. And that's darn good. In road games, do you know where it drops to? Uh, I can't remember the exact number, but it's not good. Add another nine to it. Yeah. 99. Yeah, and it... it I it think a lot of that go that bad. Come on, guys. You know, with the talent we have, how in the world do you go from number nine offensive efficiency at home to ninety nine? Well, it, everyone drops off on a way. Now, maybe not that much, but everyone does drop off, and I, I think part of it is part of it's shooting in an away gym. Part of it is a hostile crowd, and part of it is you have a couple of guards that uh, have. Struggle. Uh, yeah, you, you've had guards that have struggled, especially on the road, and that, that's I think those three things together have really hurt Auburn. I mean, yeah, but you know, at the beginning, even in the middle of the season, guys, I said I, th- I thought this team, uh, Tom, I said to you, is excellent. They're, they're a great team, uh, and I still believe that they're just not performing it in that manner. And I don't know what it's going to take for them to perform the way they used to perform. I hope they get their act together tonight. Now, full disclosure, guys, tonight I'm watching the game, medication free, no pentobismol, nothing else. I'm gonna co. I'm going cold turkey. All right. All right. That's a bold decision. That's a bold decision. I know. I saw Vegas has a uh, favorite. We started the line was by two and a half or three. Now it's four, and the betters are ninety-one percent betting on Auburn to not only win but to beat the point spread. So, guys, is this going to be another one of those last-minute possessions? It could very well be. Um, Steve, I mean, Mississippi State's only lost twice at home. Right. And so, and this is a team that has been struggling on the road. So, uh, 
it could it could very well be. I, this is one of those games that I think could go either way. Um, Auburn is talented enough to blow Mississippi State out of that arena, but it's also a game that could come come down to the wire. It's also a game that Auburn could lay an egg and Mississippi State run away with it. I mean, I mean it could honestly go either way right now. Basketball on an away court is very, very difficult. It's much oh. harder. I mean, it, and it, yeah, it's it, people. A lot of Auburn fans want to look at it through the lens of football, where if you're the better team, you ought to just win. And there's some truth to that. But man, basketball five on five, the crowd's that close. It has that much of an impact on the game. It's very, very yeah. tough to win on the road. And, and and all you have to do is look at what happened uh, just recently when six. Of the top, uh, sit the top six top, all yeah, lost. The top six well, and like and, seven and, of the top yeah, ten. And and, 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 and Stephen, some Hold of those on. were blowout. Auburn, Auburn's was Auburn's. Uh, well, I was, yeah, it did. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It happened last Purdue night. Went down. Yeah, but but I'm talking about I'm talking about you know the chance that Mississippi State blows Auburn out. It, they're not more talented than Auburn, but guess what? Colorado is not more talented than uh, than Arizona. Arizona should be a, a Final Four team. Yep. They went to Colorado and just got run out of that dead building. And that's why I want to point you guys. You know, all those teams, yeah, they've gotten beaten by double digits, even Gonzaga. In our losses, this is what you, is so, you know, just heartbreaking and excruciating for me anyway, is we haven't been blown out of our losses. No, I mean, not, at not at all. You know, all winnable, one point, two points, double yep. overtime. That, well, and that's what Nathan King was saying to us. He, he was talking about how, you know, aggravating it can be because if you just – honestly, if you, against Arkansas, you hit one free throw in regulation, you win that game. You just hit a couple more free throws even into overtime, you win that game. Against Tennessee, it was just some very small things that let that game kind of get away from Auburn um, with just some bad possessions there. Uh, against Florida – you, you felt like you had that game going fine and, and the shots just started not being able to fall. But they've just been these little things here and there, and that's why Auburn has not just gotten blown out. Well, I hope the guys – I mean, I can't imagine that they are not pumped up in this game, and they obviously do know the, the, the importance. Oh, uh, they know. They know, uh, for sure. I, I'm, I'm just hoping that we see some, some uh, rebounding on the glass that comes just being average. If we were just average against Tennessee, we win the game. Yeah, that was the weirdest part of that game. Auburn has not been rebounded, out rebounded that badly in a very long time. A Bruce Pearl team has not been out rebounded that badly right. in a long time, and it's not like Tennessee is a great rebounding team. That was that was very much an outlier. That was an anomaly of a game. I don't expect that to happen again. But yeah, very frustrating that that happened and very weird. So I saw an article real quickly, guys, on Auburn Wire today. It's called "Buy or Sell." Auburn men's basketball chances in the NCAA tournament. What would you guys do, buy or sell Auburn in their chances in the NCAA tournament? The tournament is all about getting hot. Bruce Pearl has proven that he can get his teams hot at the right time. Uh, Every time Auburn has gone on a tournament run uh, and they've been healthy, then Bruce Pearl has gotten them hot at the right time. So I expect Auburn to make a run here. And so, Steve, my take is this. Are you buying or selling? I'm buying. All right, and so I, Stephen, and a lot of Auburn fans are not going to hear this. I'm selling right now because until Auburn can prove to me that they can win away from Auburn Arena on a consistent basis, then I'm not convinced that they're going to be able to do well in a tournament. Now, I think they, I think once you get to the NCAA tournament, I think they can win. I, they can win some games, but once it gets to crunch time, once you're talking about Sweet 16, trying to get to that Elite Eight and all, I, I'm not so sure. Um, 
they they've got to prove it to me because right now right now I'm I'm a Debbie Downer doubter because I've just seen the way this team has played on the road and it's Tom, not it has not impressed me. I'll, I'll tell you the same thing I've told every every person who says this. Auburn has the best road record in the SEC. Sure, and it's not particularly close. And by the way, they're three and one in neutral site games, and the one game they lost was in double overtime. Right. I want to see them play better though. Uh, um, against the spread at neutral sites, they are also three and one. Uh, and they've been favored every single every single game. Um, and by the way, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because you know the teams that apparently people are just um, having slobber fest over that's Kentucky. They're five and five. Yeah, on the road. Okay, Kentucky. Now there's a gentleman here on the Auburn Wire column by the name of Dalen Cup. I don't know if you're familiar with his name. I'm not. He's apparently not a college familiar. basketball uh, guru. And here's what he said. He says, "I more than most believe in Auburn to win the national title." Its yeah. ability to play at pace, be comfortable in chaos, and have a, arguably the best front court in the nation and Jabari Smith and Walter Kessler present unique challenges. The Tigers' struggles with shooting on the road in SEC play have been a bit concerning, but I think they're going to learn from their late-game losses at Arkansas, Florida. With a 10-to-1 price, I'm buying. So that's what he's saying. I don't know how much he's uh, putting his money where his uh, uh, mouth is, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Now, guys... I just saw this from other, none other than Nathan King. I'm surprised he didn't mention it. But tonight, Rocket Watts, one of their players, apparently number seven in their rotation, will not be playing. Yep. Are you aware of that? I was aware of that. And he's a he's a decent player. He gets his. He's averaging about four four and a half points a game off the bench. And he's a decent player. Not having him is going to hurt Mississippi State tonight, especially on with, with their depth. Okay, so no really impact in that then. Well, you could say that, but again, he averages about what Zepp Jasper uh, averages, and well, it, you see what happens when Zepp Jasper's not on the floor. You can you can contribute in ways other than just scoring. Right, I mean, but he's not a critical piece of their. Uh, no, he he's rotation. not their superstar. No. Okay. All right. Now, finally, guys, single basketball today, a monumental record occurred. That will never be broken, probably never be broken in NBA basketball history. Do you know what happened on this date? Have in no 19, idea. In 1962, what 50 is years it? ago. I, I'm the oldest guy here in the room, but I was definitely not around in '62. So I. And there's I am... no video. There's no video. No video of what happened on this day. Yeah. Well, you have to go ahead and tell us because I have no idea. Okay. The late great Wilt the Steel Chamberlain. Scored a hundred points. Okay, oh, I was actually wondering if this was a Wilt Chamberlain hundred point game. Yeah, I got hundred point game. Right, you 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 know about that then? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now here's what's remarkable about this. This was before the era of three pointers. They didn't exist. Here's what he did in that game. He made thirty six field goals, twenty eight free throws. Now, the closest that anyone has come to even. To, to that 100 points, is who would you guess in NBA? It's Kobe Bryant, isn't it? Scored 81 points. Yep. That's yep. it. That's it. That's the closest he was ever come to, to making to the 100 points, guys. And you think about it again, there were no three-point plays uh, available at that time in 1962, and he made 100 points. Yeah. Man. Hey, very, very talented player. Also played in an era where he was like seven foot two, and no one else was any anywhere close to that. And yeah, very, very impressive still to this day. And you're right, it'll probably never be broken. So, with that, guys, 
I thank you for your time. I uh, always appreciate all the uh, great guests you had on there. I, I'd love to hear Justin Ferguson's take and Andy Burcham's take uh, yesterday. So, uh, gee, uh, I'm going to uh, white knuckle tonight. Uh, it's going to be me and the TV. So I hope uh, you guys uh, have enjoyable and restful afternoon. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Smiling that we are going to be coach champions of the SEC uh, regular championship. That's right. Hi, guys. Have a safe afternoon. Until tomorrow, War Eagle. War Eagle Steve. That was retired War Damn Steve joining us on the Auburn Bank phone line. Good luck to him. Not uh, watching Auburn basketball. Watching Auburn sports unassisted. Yeah. From any uh, any other outside yeah, I, I had I had the thought the other day, like I'm 23 years old and I feel like I'm too old for this already. Like I'm just, like just watching Auburn sports, uh, watching that Tennessee game, I was like, man, my heart rate is way higher than it should be. I I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. It's taking years off my life for sure. Three three four eight eight seven thirty four. I'm locally toll free one triple eight nine tiger nine. It's how to get on the Auburn Bank phone line. Just a little bit of time left in the show today. Only a two hour show. When we come back, more of your phone calls after this. Looking for another way to listen to our show? Be sure to download the Tiger Communications app and listen to Sports Call wherever you go. I'm Britt Bowen, voice of Auburn women's basketball and Auburn softball. You're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Today is March the 2nd. We've turned the calendar into the month of March. And that means you can go check out a fresh edition of monthly predictions on our website, thetiger.fm. We all made predictions about things that are going down this month and the wide world of sports. A lot of uh, tournament questions for college basketball. So go check those out, thetiger.fm. We'll talk about those at some point on the show, but you want to get a sneak preview, go check those out. 334-887-341 locally, toll-free, 1-888-9-TIGER-9 is how you get on the Auburn Bank phone line. I am Brooks Childress in studio with Tom Peavy, Brant Daughtry. It's what I deem a bullpen day as J.J. Jackson is in Atlanta getting ready to call Auburn softball later on this afternoon. How long do we call it a bullpen day uh, before we're just like friend of the program, J.J. Jackson? When does that transition happen? Um, so it's got to be soon. It's very, very. Like, we are we are teetering on the edge of him becoming once again becoming friend of the program, and the host just being a, a rotating cast of yeah. me, you, Brooks, and Javon. Me, you, Ryan, and Javon. Me, me, you, Brooks, Javon. Yeah, Brooks is yeah. Um, Brooks. Is Brooks, a great Brooks guy. is currently doing it. That's right. In that scenario, me, you is Brooks. You is Brooks. You I is am Brooks. Brooks. I is Brooks. <laughs> I is Brooks. This is phenomenal radio. English, learn it, shit kids. Don't don't skip your English classes. Learn it who. Kids, children. Oh, you, young, you called young them shit kids. I started to say children. Yeah, and I said ch- kids. Yeah, you ch- did. Kids, ch- kids, <laughs> kids. Learn English. Three three four eight eight seven thirty four. Easy for you to say. Toll free one triple eight nine Tiger Nine is how you get on the Auburn Bank phone line. As we are winding down a sports call Wednesday edition of Sports Call today. We will get off the air at 5 o'clock and make way for Auburn baseball coming up later this evening. But right now, let's go back to the Auburn Bank phone line. And we're joined now back here in Auburn by Keith from Auburn. Keith is joining us on the Auburn Bank phone line. Keith, how are you doing this afternoon? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. Uh, I listened to a little bit of uh, uh, Steve's call. 
and you know, and 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 Tom's thoughts on Auburn basketball, and and I'm going to be right there on Tom's side with this. And I don't know uh, which one of you was saying, well, they got the best record in this, we got the best record in that. That is true, but you're putting all your eggs in one basket because come March 17th or 18th or 21st, whenever the NCAA tournament starts, all that goes away. And like Tom was saying, you know, Auburn should be a one seed, possibly a two, worst-case scenario. They should should get to the round of 16 or to the Elite Eight uh, in, in pretty good fashion. But here's the thing, and, and I, I know Tom has said this, and, and I'm going to uh, echo his thoughts on this. If you don't get, if you, your guard play don't pick it up, you're not going to get to the Final Four. Oh, yeah, okay? no doubt. I, I'm not arguing I mean, that at all. It, it, it's, it's not going to happen because you're going to run, you're going to run into some teams that are talented, that can guard. When I say guard, I, I'm not going to say guard Kessler and, and Jabari because that's not really the situation, but they can, they can make it difficult for those two players to carry Auburn right. in a tight ball game. Yeah, yeah if, so, you, if you don't allow those two guys to completely take over a game, it, then, yeah, Auburn's got to have that other production. Right. And, 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 you know, I've said it from day one, and I'll say it. I've watched many, many NCAA tournaments. Uh, Tom, you're, you're probably close to me, but I'm probably still about 15 years up on you on, on watching these tournaments. But if your guard play isn't superior, you're not going to get to the Final Four. Now, any team is capable of getting on a run in late March to get to the Final Four, a.k.a. the UCLA Bruins last year. So anything's possible. The seedings, they are important, okay? Um and, and Auburn being a possible one seed or, or two seed, they, they won't be any lower. Uh, they'll be one or two. Uh, in my opinion, they should be a one seed. Um, and, and, you know, and when it all is said and done, we'll, we'll see where they're at. But uh, I don't care if you are a one seed. If you run up against a, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, the team, the team that, that I say – that is scary, and they're not getting a whole lot of uh, support in the polls, is Houston. They were a Final Four team last year. They know what it's about. They're a slow game process to how they play. They play really good defense. They rebound really good. A team like Houston would give Auburn fit, especially if their guard play isn't where it needs to be. Guard play. The guard play is the separator, okay? And the guards at Auburn have got to play better than they have the past month if Auburn's going to make a run to the Final Four. And, you know, I, I've said this all for, for the past month and a half. The sleeper team I like is Houston. They're really talented. They're pretty big. And they play good defense. Uh, so, you know... 
uh, I know you can defend records and say, well, they've got the best record. Well, they're, they're probably one of the best teams in the SEC. Here's the thing now. Uh, you've got four teams going into the SEC tournament that any four of those teams could win the SEC tournament, that being Auburn, Kentucky, Arkansas, and Tennessee. And there's not a lot of separation between the four of them, especially with Auburn's guard play right now. If they pick it up and and they start making some shots and penetrating and dishing and, and doing the things that they did earlier in the season, and Wendell Green cuts his hair or, or backs off on what he does shooting 15 to 20 shots a game when he's making one or two, uh, then their chances are better. But you got to have selective shooting from your guards. Katie, Katie uh, he's going to penetrate, and he's going to give you 115% every night out. Jeff Jasper, uh, he's going to do what he does. He's a defensive specialist and, you know, uh, I guess a point guard or whatever you want to call him. Uh, but the key to those three guards is Wendell Green. If he don't shoot the ball well, you're not going to win in a tight game because he's going to shoot you out of the game. And and, and then, you know, I I personally think Auburn's the best team in the SEC. But their guards have got to play better for them, you know, for them to uh, win in advance, especially deep. But they're not going to have a problem in, you know, the – the first round or the second round, but when you start getting into that third round, the 16, Sweet 16, and the Elite Eight, you're, you're playing some pretty good basketball teams for the most part. You may have you know one or two that gets in there that wasn't highly ranked, but at that point, they're still a pretty good basketball team. So I, I don't know, guys. I just uh, I wanted to comment on that. Uh, you know, I, I just felt like that. Uh, you know. Steve saying he's got, not going to have the Pepto Bismol. I'd probably keep it close, <laughs> just because when you play on the road, the SEC anything happens. That's right. I don't. I don't feel like Mississippi State beats them tonight. I, I, you know, I think they at least claim a. If they win tonight, they claim a share of it, right? Correct. And it's like Bruce Pearl said, the most important thing is, is the SEC regular conference championship. That holds the most water because through a sixteen game schedule or 18, I don't know how many to play, uh, if you come out on top, you've got a pretty good basketball team. So anyway, guys, I'll, uh, I just wanted to, wanted to say that, uh, I'll hang up and listen to your comments and, uh, you know, y'all, y'all have a great afternoon. Okay. Thank you so much for that call. Keith, three, three, four, eight, eight, seven, 34, locally toll free one, triple eight, nine, tiger nine. I mean, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue with you, Tom. I'm not going to argue with Keith. You you can get hot in a tournament, sure, and you can absolutely. You but Auburn was a five seed when it made the final four. Auburn basketball is is the best team in the conference right now. I'll be confident to say that they are the best team in the in the southeastern conference. But there was the best team in the country. I think they were the best team in the country. One of the four best teams in the country a few years ago went to the NCAA tournament, lost in the round of sixty four to Virginia or to Virginia law Virginia was the team that lost to UMBC a 16 seed sure. to one seed never happened before Virginia was a, a, a lot of people's pick to win the national title that year right. and UMBC went in in that tournament and beat them a good team can get beat 
especially absolutely. in the tournament. Absolutely. A really good team can get beat, in, uh, especially they, in the tournament. Uh, you know, and the thing that I, I I think is so important for Auburn in this game tonight, obviously you want to win it and you want to go ahead and get that share, but to get some momentum on your side because we, we talk about the teams that get hot. Okay, well, we're, we're here at the time that Auburn needs to get hot. They, yeah. they don't they, – we're not in a time of the season where it's like – Hey, we can get over some road struggles. No, you right now is crunch time. Right now is when you need to get hot. Auburn got hot a little bit the year they went to the Final Four. When you got down here to the last two games of the season, you were already kind of on a roll after that Kentucky loss. That real terrible Kentucky loss, you still had four more games before the end of the season. We're sitting here now, second game before the end of the season, and you're on a three-game road losing streak. Tonight is the night you need to get hot heading into the tournament. Because we, we all fully expect that Auburn is going to beat South Carolina here at home. But you've got to be able to go ahead and get that momentum in your court now. And that happens tonight at Mississippi State. A game that it could, could be dangerous for Auburn. They are much better than State, but they've only lost twice at home. But tonight is the night. Get the, get the ball rolling in the right direction and get hot as you head into the tournament. You can listen to that game over on our sister station, FM Talk 93.9, coming up later with the Auburn Sports Network. Andy Burcham, Sonny Smith, Paul Ellen have your coverage tonight. We wrap up the show after this last break. You're listening to Sports Call. Want to know how easy it is to listen to our show? All you have to do with your Amazon smart device is say, Alexa, play Sports Call Auburn. Follow Sports Call on Twitter at Sports Call AU. Like us on Facebook at Sports Call AU. Been a great show today. Sports Gone on Wednesday, wrapping it up here. Final segment of the episode. I'm Brooks Childress, joined in studio today by Tom P.B. Brent Daughtry. Had some great callers today. Thanks to everyone that tuned in and called in. Thanks to Tim Gillespie, Hometown Lenders on the Plains, stopping by. Make sure you stop by, see them on South College Street here in Auburn. 1943 South College Street in Auburn, the US, to be specific, for all your home loan needs. Of course, thank you to Nathan King from Auburn Undercover, 247 Sports, for stopping in on the Auburn Bank phone line and giving us a little bit of his time this afternoon to talk about the Auburn basketball team, talk about some spring football right around the corner. We got the uh, date released today, uh, uh, April 9th, 1 o'clock in Jordan-Hare Stadium. This is when the Auburn A-Day game will be, the annual A-Day game. Already exciting. About a month away from that, just a little over a month away before... You get to see Auburn football back on the field in some form or fashion. As we wrap up the show today, as I stall for time so I can try to get to my page. <laughs> like my stalling techniques. Stalling, just... stalling. As we wrap up the show today. <laughs> Boy, it sure is warm today. <laughs> as we wrap up the How show. How about that weather? <laughs> 
As I'm going to turn your mics off. <laughs> As we wrap up the show today on a Wednesday, it's time to get to our nightly TV guide. Our show is about to end, but we've got you covered on entertainment for the evening. Here's Sports Call's nightly TV guide. Nightly TV guide brought to you by our friends at Coca Cola. Your movie pick for this evening. This is a first. I think believe this is its debut on the nightly TV guide at 5:15. Coming up on Cinemax, Norbit, starring oh. Eddie Mur- Murphy. Wow. I believe that's it's the debut on the nightly TV I, guide is Norbit. I don't think that we've ever mentioned Norbit ever on the show, on the TV guide. Or I'll, I'll do one better. I have never heard of that movie. Wow. JJ. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy plays the two I like Eddie characters. Murphy. I can tell you. Yeah. Oh, it's another Eddie he, Murphy plays two roles movie? Okay. I, I think he plays multiple roles again. But oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 But it's a funny movie. It is. Never yeah, seen well, it. it's Eddie Murphy. It's, it's one of those... Lesser-known Eddie, Eddie Murray yeah. movies, but uh, yeah, wow, so, I, yeah, that's crazy. I always think of uh, Doctor Doolittle when I think of like Eddie Murphy playing multiple characters. Also, Coming to America. Oh, no, but, but like, he he only really? does that in like three scenes, I think, not the whole movie. So, of what? Coming to America. Uh, he's no, he is. he's the main character. Well, no, I, I, yes, but he plays multiple characters. Oh, okay, okay, only right. in two or three right, scenes. Right. I, I get you. The barbershop, the barbershop, yeah. and in the uh, in the club. Yeah. Sports on for you this evening. College basketball action at 5.30 on FS1. Yeah, uh, Xavier takes on St. John's. Also 6 o'clock on ESPN. Notre Dame takes on Florida State. Your Auburn action this evening at 6 o'clock on the SEC Network Plus. Auburn baseball takes on UAB. And at 8 o'clock on the SEC Network. Number 5, Auburn takes on Mississippi State in college basketball action. Tom, have you been watching anything recently? BattleBots. <laughs> I mentioned that before. Nice. Yeah. You have. But that's Arsenio Hall. That's the other oh, actor. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I was trying to think of the guy who starred alongside Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I, no, Arsenio. I, Hall. Honestly, uh, my over the last week, my TV has pretty much been watching the uh, the whole Ukraine Russia situation. So that's what I've been watching. Uh, as far as TV shows, I, like I said, I, I kind of like scan the channels, and if I see something that catches my eye, I watch it. But. Oh. Not anything right now that I'm just like, oh my gosh, I have to sit down and watch this show. So Tom's pick for the evening is scan the channels and find something you want to watch. <laughs> uh, my my TV pick is going to be with my own human eyes as I'm going to be on the parking deck watching some Auburn baseball. There you go. That's right. Make sure. Who needs TV when you can watch live sports? <laughs> Thank you so much to everybody that tuned in and called in for this afternoon's program. I'm Bryn Brooks Childress with Tom Peavy, Brant Daughtry. We will talk to you tomorrow on Sports Call. Have a good afternoon.